All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Rockwell ISD Podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. V. Real. I'm your host, Dr. V. And today we're talking about the upcoming 2021 bond proposal with Kelly Crossland, our principal at Rocha Elementary School, and Dr. Mary Johnston, our chief academic officer for elementary schools. Join us now as we discuss important topics related to educating our most important customers, our students. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Rockwell ISD Podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. Virial. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Rockwell ISD, and you can find us on our website at rockwellisd.com slash podcast. I'm your host, Dr. V, and today we're talking about the 2021 bond proposal that will be on the ballot for voters on November 2nd. Today is the sixth episode of our bond podcast series. Each week, we highlight different aspects of the bond propositions in more detail. And today's podcast is a discussion about the bond proposal's impact on elementary schools. First, I want to thank you both for coming to our podcast today. Do you mind introducing yourselves to the listeners and maybe saying how long you've been in education? Hi, I am Mary Johnston. I am the Chief Academic Officer for Elementary Schools here in Rockwell ISD, and I am in my 28th year in education and my fifth year in Rockwell ISD. 28 years, all right. Hi, Dr. V. I'm Kelly Crossland, and I have been in Rockwell ISD for 21 years. For the past five years, I've been the principal at Rochelle Elementary School. Thanks for having me. We're glad to have you today. Lots of institutional knowledge with your history in Rockwell ISD. So let's start discussing today's topic about the bond proposal and its impact on elementary schools. To give our listeners some background, Rockwell ISD continues to grow. Our student growth continues to increase. Our demographers have predicted an increase of approximately 3,500 students by 2030. And as a result, the Board of Trustees formed a facilities bond committee made up of parents, teachers, and staff, along with business and community leaders, to develop this bond proposal. The community spent many months reviewing financial data, current academic needs, and projected student growth. And right now, our bond proposal is $475.8 million this impacts this bond impacts every student in Rockwell ISD and again will be on the ballot November 2nd for voters proposition a includes new construction classroom additions and replacement school for Rochelle elementary buses and facility upgrades while proposition B includes the technology in those classrooms and students uh, it will provide students with technology as well and the infrastructure needed to support increased technology usage so Now that our listeners have context about the bond, let's start diving into more details. Let's start with the replacement of Rocha Elementary School. Ms. Crossland, can you tell us about that? Well, Dr. V, Rocha Elementary has been around for 41 years. We celebrated our 40th anniversary last school year. Awesome. And so the new construction facility will be built on site in the space that we already have. The classrooms and the educational spaces and standards have changed since it was originally built 41 years ago. Yeah, good point. And our 
families and our communities and our staff love our current school building, but it's not comparable to the other schools in the district of Rock YSD. Yeah, good point. Great campus culture at Rochel, having an opportunity to provide a, a new facility for learning for the kids. Um, thanks for discussing that. What else in Proposition A will impact our elementary schools? Well, Dr. V, in our past bond programs, we were heavy with elementary construction, Lyon, Ham, Garcia, New Dobbs, and New Reinhardt. So this bond, this new construction, with the exception of Rochel, is more secondary. However, the impact on elementary schools is still very significant, like roofing system upgrades, mechanical upgrades, safety and security, and also sixth grade moving up to the middle school for more academic and extracurricular opportunities. That frees up space at 16 elementary campuses. Yeah, that really will. I, I know when I go out and talk to elementary campuses, I hear from the teachers the opportunity for our kids to learn at higher levels. We recognize that our kids can learn at higher levels and providing a middle school experience for sixth graders that are currently at 16 elementary schools would be a great opportunity for them to experience, let's say, orchestra every day or band every day or advanced academics in English, science and social studies. We already have advanced academic math. Uh, Ms. Crossan, can you talk a little bit about how students experience advanced academic math? I know we have some students that, that test out of grade level curriculum and move on to a, a pre-algebra experience. How does that work for some of the kids that qualify? Because we do not offer math, advanced math in, um, for these students, they are actually bused daily to look the nearest or the middle school that is their feeder pattern. Yeah, it makes sense. So 16 elementary schools, advanced academic accelerated students actually that are getting on a bus on a daily basis to go to three middle schools to be served in advanced academic pathways. That's pretty much what, what I think I've heard you say. Correct. That's a lot of effort and, and our kids seem to like that experience. Um, is that what you're seeing? Yes, I, the students who have been bused to the middle schools over the past several years form a bond and get to meet students from other campuses, but they are bused every day to a middle school, and that does take a little bit of transition time out of their day. Appreciate that. So uh, successful partial experience at the middle school in the area of math. Again, this bond proposal, Proposition A, has some renovations to the existing three middle schools along with a new middle school to relieve the enrollment congestion that we have at Kane Middle School south of 30 there. Um, again, being able to provide current sixth graders at the elementary and middle school experience where at a daily basis they would have the opportunity to experience electives. Again, any course they're interested in that's in the program there for our middle schoolers along with advanced academic options for them. So by taking the sixth graders off of the elementary campuses, how much space does that give our elementary schools to accommodate their growth? Well, actually, Dr. B, that it moves anywhere from 88 to over 100 students off each elementary campuses. And when you do the math on that, that's equivalent to three elementary schools. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, we, we would have definitely freed up space for our elementary uh, growth that's going to be occurring over time. We talked about the 3,500 uh, by 2030 student enrollment growth that we'll have. And so if they are elementaries, again, without building another elementary school, we could we could actually use those uh, vacant seats, um, the sixth graders who have moved up to the middle school to accommodate that growth. 
Moving on to Proposition B, what are multimedia displays and how are they used in the classrooms? Oh, Dr. B, our teachers that currently have these, they love the multimedia displays. Uh, last week I observed a teacher using using hers at one of our newer campuses and just being able to access the flat panel from anywhere in the room on her laptop it was just amazing and and the students were even more engaged uh, because of that that ability for the teacher to have that proximity control and to be all over the campus while educating students. I have shared it when I've gone out there that normally this bond would be in one proposal but with legislative rule uh, transparency is part of bonds and, and having bonds be approved so we have to separate out our technology that would go in the classrooms um, into Proposition B and that, that's what we've been discussing here. If both propositions are approved the tax rate will increase approximately three quarters of a penny so for the average home owner in Rockwell ISD let's say an average home is at 350000 the impact to the taxes in that home would be about $25 a year. Now keep in mind, bonds are not sold until they're actually needed. Um, that saves the taxpayer money. Um, if, if it is technology that, that is purchased through the bonds, those are generally done in short-term uh, bond projects, short-term bonds. Just a little history about Rockwell ISD tax rate and the efficiency of our tax rate. Rockwell ISD tax rate has decreased 17 cents since 2015. Rockwell ISD's current tax rate is the lowest it has been in 31 years and the lowest in the area. And Rockwell ISD has multiple awards for fiscal responsibility, financial management, and transparency. And just as a reminder, voters will see two propositions on the ballot which require two separate votes one Proposition A facilities in general and then uh, the technology that would go into those classrooms. Two separate propositions requiring both votes, Proposition A and B. In summary, we can review the two propositions for our listeners. Proposition A includes a new middle school to relieve middle school enrollment at Kane. It would also provide us an opportunity to have pure feeder patterns. Additional classroom space will be a part of the add-ons at the existing middle schools to accommodate sixth graders going into middle school. We would have two ninth grade centers uh, for both Rockwall High School and Rockwall Heath High School to alleviate the overcrowding. Uh, we're almost at 3,000 students at Rockwall High School and knocking on the door 2,900 students at Heath High School. Uh, replacement of one of our oldest elementary schools, you've heard that today, Rocha Elementary School, with a new building on their site. And then modernizing security and improving facilities district-wide along with the purchasing of buses to enhance our fleet will be a part of Proposition A. Again, Proposition B includes classroom computers, Chromebooks, and the need for life cycle replacements at all of our campuses. It provides interactive media displays for classroom and enhanced Wi-Fi connectivity in classrooms as well. And then we have to upgrade our infrastructure to accommodate that usage of the technology for our students. So I encourage our audience to listen to our entire podcast series as we review different aspects of the bond. Don't forget, state law requires certain provisions separated for the voters. So in Rockwell ISD, bond voters will cast separate votes for Proposition A and B. Again, Election Day is November 2nd. Early, vo early voting will run October 18th through October 29th. Again, and for more information, you can find out more about the bond by visiting our website at rockwellisd.com slash 2021 bond proposal. Now, before we leave, 
I have some quick hit questions for both the both of you, Miss Crossland and Dr. Johnston. And um, so I'm just going to ask these questions. And for the listeners, I can't wait to hear the answers. You ready? Absolutely, Dr. V. So what was the easiest subject or class in school for you? For me, elementary science and middle school science. I was a science teacher, and so I think that was the easiest class because it's something that I was interested in. Very cool. Okay, for me, Dr. V, I think it was Spanish because I I took it for many years, and I really enjoyed learning a second language. Awesome. And so think about your favorite classroom teacher. Can you tell us who, who they were and why? I would say for me, it was Mrs. Diker. She was a science teacher and she was a world history teacher and she was also my cheerleading sponsor. And so I really enjoyed getting to, you know, serve our, our school community and also um, learn hard subjects from her. So she made learning fun. And I think that's, that's what our teachers in Rockwell ISD do every day. Uh, Ms. Crossan, do you remember one of your favorite classroom teachers, and, and, and do you remember why she was a favorite classroom teacher of yours? Yes, my biology teacher in high school was my favorite teacher because she was very engaging, and we did a lot of hands-on activities in class, and I still remember the classroom and the environment that she created for all the students. Sounds like a lot of energy, a lot of positive energy when it comes to learning. Well, both of you guys are great. I mean, you do a great job leading your campuses, leading the district. We can't thank you enough for what you do. And that's it for this episode of Rockwell ISD Podcast, Keeping It Real with Dr. V. Real. I'm your host, Dr. V. And I want to thank my guests, Kelly Crossland, our principal at Rocha Elementary School, and Dr. Mary Johnston, our chief academic officer of elementary schools. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching Rockwell ISD, and you can find us on our website at rockwellisd.com slash podcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Until then, I'm Dr. V. Talk about relationships.